0: We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Something I have been wishing ChatGPT would do ever since the very beginning, mostly because this is a task I absolutely hate and I have had to do a lot of this lately, is taxes. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about how ChatGPT OpenAI is helping to revolutionize the tax code taxes a company that is doing that something that just happened in the wall street journal we'll be talking about a little bit of uh, current events some politicians on twitter spicy stuff um and we're going to be going over how this is actually going to help us in the future what some people are doing um, and talk about the implications so without further ado let's dive into it so uh, right off the bat a bunch of stuff we're going to be talking about today is from the wall street journal they recently wrote an article about a company called muse tax now MuseTax essentially harnesses ChatGPT uh, 3 and 3.5 and is using that to help you do your taxes better. So the company is one of many across a range of industries that's really started to um, figure out how to use ChatGPT and put it into a very practical use. It's kind of interesting because the CEOs of MuseTax, they said, you know, we're looking at all these really fun ways that you can use um, chat gpt and and ai and whatnot for different things and they're like but at the end of the day uh we wanted to use it for something really concrete and really useful so they decided to focus on tax um the uh, both of them it's a startup out of new york but both of them have a background in um accounting Um, And the company is one of many that is essentially using an API or what's called an an API just means application programming interface, right? But essentially that just means they're plugging straight into ChatGPT and some other software allegedly. um, And they're kind of building on top of those technologies um, to be able to use this. So this started back in February of 2022, um, meaning that these guys actually got this thing up and running before... Uh, you know, ChatGPT's big launch to everybody. Um, So they would have been using what was formerly called DaVinci 3. um, And they were using that to kind of help them. And I've actually seen, you know, this is kind of the case with a lot of people that you would see having fully fledged products come out today. These guys were getting started with DaVinci uh, pre-ChatGPT. And now that um, I honestly, this is going to absolutely explode, but it takes time and money to build out a fully fledged um, functional company. And so I predict after ChatGPT, we are going to see hundreds and thousands of these companies coming out uh, that are starting to really launch over the next six months to a year um, because of all the hype, all the people that are in the space and working on it. And it takes time for these people to fully fledge their products. But um, people that were early to the game are getting rewarded. So one example, MuseTax back in February, they launched. Um, They were both certified public accountants. They had a lot of years of experience in financial services. I think this is going to be a a format we see a lot of. You know, people have experience in one specific area, so they launch a product built on ChatGPT, OpenAI, um, in that specific vertical. And um, the company, essentially, it has a business-to-business model, so it it more um, creates partnerships with financial institutions. Um, And it's pretty interesting. Like, these guys were started with, um, I mean, they both put in their own, some of their own money and then they had around $350,000 in pre-seed capital from some early stage investors, including tech stars, right? Which is like Y Combinator. This is like one of the premier biggest, um, tech incubators. And so they also have, um, the AI operators fund and everywhere ventures, uh, which is formerly known as the fund. So all of those people are plugging in, um, Mrs or Mr. Horseboard is the ceo of MuseTax, tax and currently they're raising two million dollars in a seed round which is you know interesting to see how uh if they pull that off uh based on their trajectory when they got started what they're building um their 350k i believe they'll be able to pull that off i mean they got a wall street journal article so if that doesn't help um raise exposure to uh, new investors i don't know what will i think they'll be able to pull this off Um, And this is important because these guys are going to be helping us to, you know, whether it's them or another copycat or another person in this vertical, there's going to be some massive shifts in the tax code itself. And, you know, this has come after years of um, years of different people criticizing how taxes are done, specifically in America. I'm not super familiar with other countries, Um, but essentially users will be able to feed their tax returns and transaction data into Muse Tax. Um, And that's going to keep track of all the latest updates to the tax code. So, um, you know, other financial service companies are also going to be able to plug into this. um, And their system essentially recommends ways that a user can help keep their tax bills to a minimum. This is interesting because, you know, with COVID, there was a lot of different tax changes that happened. And, uh, you know, people are saying that a lot of different accountants are missing some of those uh, tax changes, incentives write-offs etc and so um mr horseford said that this is really what their model is trained to do to be more up-to-date and process information a lot faster than the average human accountant um, even if they're really experienced so MuseTax tax usually can uh, make tax recommendations in 20 to 30 seconds which is super fast sometimes takes 45 seconds um I mean, which is really not a big deal. I mean, I just did all my taxes on TurboTax. I think, you know, everyone in the States here in the last uh, few days might have been through that process as taxes were due on the 15th. Um, and, you know, it can take, you know, five to seven hours for comparable advice and um, according to Muse Tax. And, you know, like when they're talking about five to seven hours, I think You know, there's recently a tweet by Elizabeth Warren that said, um, you know, it takes the average American 12 hours to do their taxes. I'm not sure where she got that uh, number from. She might be completely accurate. She was more just getting roasted on Twitter because, um, you know, she was saying that that was all due to corrupt corporations, uh, which a lot of people are criticizing, saying that it's, you know, also due to politicians like herself or any other politicians, right or left that are creating a lot of these complex tax codes that are taking people a long time to do. So it's not just corporations. I mean, what she's referring to is TurboTax, which if you think about it, Turbo, this I guess is relevant because TurboTax is pretty threatened by Muse Tax probably and a lot of these other companies. But TurboTax uh, and Intuit, who runs TurboTax, they lobby the government to keep a lot of tax things the same because they obviously make a ton of money during tax season whenever asked to file the TurboTax, or their taxes through them. I personally paid. I think like 180 bucks or something to just uh file some taxes through there and uh that's just their fee or whatever so um you know they're, they're making this off a lot of people i think the average that an american pays is about 200 dollars to file their taxes whether they're going with um a bunch of different in-house or like in uh where they're actually going to a place or they're doing some of these online things like turbo tax it's it's about 200 bucks that people are paying so MuseTax is going to be able to uh, focus on capturing some of that with their new service they have. Um, And they said that currently it's all on GPT-3, GPT-3.5, but they plan to move to the latest version, GPT-4, which I think is not relevant news. I don't know why that would be even included in the Wall Street Journal article, considering everyone's going to be moving to GPT-4. It's just a matter of when they release their API, which is currently not available for everyone. And uh, as soon as that launches, everyone's going to get it because GPT-4 is literally 10 times cheaper. They're dropping the price by 10x from just the previous version of ChatGPT. So, and it's also way better. So it's way better and it's tenth of the cost. I don't know why anyone has to talk about that. They're switching to it or act like that's a feature since everyone's going to do it when everyone gets the API. Whatever. Anyways... Um, it is you know it's pretty interesting because they apparently mused Hex, has a bunch of procedures in place to kind of oversee the responses generated by ai um, and according to their ceo he said we are familiar with the oversight needed when managing ai responses um, and apparently he says that his co-founder had prior experience building an ai chatbot called ask my uncle sam now Again, I don't know, I guess everyone's got to kind of like build their own credibility, but that in in and of itself, in my opinion, and I guess I haven't researched too much about Ask My Uncle Sam's chatbot, but that is uh, not necessarily that impressive considering anyone can, um, here's something crazy you can do. If you did not know this, um, Quora, who is the massive question and answer website on the internet, they have something called Poe, which is their own, um, number one some of their own ai tools and also they plug into chat gpt and also they plug into anthropic it's the only consumer facing way you can use anthropic which is a massive uh, chat gpt competitor go check it out but something interesting they launched which i bring this up uh talking about my earlier point about why ask michael sam may not be that impressive is because you can go there and create your own chat bot based off of any base model you want so essentially um and i've also personally. Uh, launch products and companies doing some of the similar stuff so maybe that's why i'm less impressed um i mean you know it does take some some time but it's not like you i guess what i'm saying is you don't have to know how any ai works it's still just plugging into the api of ChatGPT. so just because his co-founder has experience building a chat bot like it's really not that no really not that crazy it's just a plug into uh you know the api but anyways if you go on to poe which is run by quora you can create your own chat bot you essentially just create um whatever prompt that you would want so for something like ask my uncle sam i'd say pretend you are a tax accountant you have relevant tax experience in you know the state of connecticut or just all of america for federal taxes or whatever um help someone to uh learn about what uh, their current income is and help them come up with new expenses and find uh, new tax uh stuff new tax um you know information blah 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 and boom all of a sudden you probably have what that guy developed with ask my uncle sam i don't know maybe i'll get roasted for this guy went above and beyond and integrated a bunch of crazy stuff the other thing um that i'm assuming they're coming out with this new version that's hopefully better than ask my uncle sam's ai chatbot is i'm assuming um that they're going to plug in a bunch of like modern real world new tax code changes that have come out since uh, chat GP was stopped being trained. And that's not that crazy either, because essentially what you can do is just plug in giant like data set or like um, PDFs or documents of information uh, around different topics. So you could just go probably to different places on the IRS website and look up different tax codes and changes i don't i'm not an accountant so i don't know where all that stuff is aggregated but wherever that's aggregated you go grab all that information and say uh find me the latest you know tax uh breaks that i could get based off of my situation and make sure to include and then you just plug in all of that um new relevant data for new tax breaks that have you know come out in the last few years or whatever so that's that's how i'm assuming they're doing this whole thing um i mean not to say it's not impressive and like Impressive or not, this is incredibly useful, and this is the way forward for all taxes. So I absolutely hate doing taxes on uh, by myself. It is a pain. It takes a lot of time. Um, a lot of stuff, it's tricky to automate. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. it's It's interesting. Um, a lot of people have had a lot of discussions, especially with like Turbotax and Intuit, who's done a lot of uh, lobbying to the government to keep uh, some things kind of uh complicated allegedly. Um, and so some people have floated, like just completely eliminating the IRS and instead putting taxes exclusively on product sales taxes. I think that was a GOP recommendation that came down the pipe, uh, or a little bit earlier this year. I think it's probably a bit of a, you know, extreme view in a sense that it, it probably wouldn't actually ever pass. Um, and I think one of the big criticisms of this concept that people have is, Sure, you could put a sales tax on everything, but like, let's say you put sales taxes on all, you know, yachts, then all of a sudden, billionaires are going to be like, well, I'll just go buy my yacht from China or Germany or somewhere other than America. And America just wouldn't collect, uh, you know, anything on that. If there's an extra 30% sales tax on all super yachts, people buy them other places. That being said, though, um, I guess a counter argument I recently was thinking of is the fact that. Yes, things like super yachts or maybe private jets, that might be the case, but things like property obviously are never going to move. And that's one of the biggest, you know, expenses people ever have. Um, and in addition, if you're going to buy a car, whether like you could maybe go, you say, I'm going to buy my car direct from a factory in China, but you probably just have to pay when it got imported um, and groceries, you're not going to go buy them anywhere else. Honestly, a majority of everything you would ever buy is going to be purchased in the country. Um, or when it's imported, you probably have to pay that tax. So I'm not a tax, uh, expert, but it personally, just for, uh, simplicity's sake, I do see the appeal of that, of a program or a proposal like that. And I'm sure there's a lot more nuance, a lot more goes into it. And, uh, some people think I'm, you know, crazy, but from the layman's perspective, that is not, you know, not a expert on anything political or accounting wise that from the layman's perspective, that seems like it would be a lot simpler. So for all you lawyers out there that might be listening to this or uh, accountants, I would love to hear your opinion on this on uh, maybe you can throw that into our Facebook group link in the description, what your opinion is and what you're thinking on this. But in any case. Back to uh, Muse Tax and what's going on there. Uh, Muse Tax's publicly announced partners include Built Rewards, which is essentially a reward program that allows people to earn points when they're paying rent, and Nestment, which facilitates pooling of capital among home buyers and primarily uh, younger ones. And um, they also help people on their platform to sort out the tax implications of a potential home purchase, right? So they're, it's kind of interesting. It seems like they're partnering with people and helping them for a, a variety of different areas. They're probably not directly taking on TurboTax quite yet for like an entire overall tax uh, thing that they're, you know, taxing their tax form that you might be filing. Um, and they say that they have lowered the barrier to building tax analysis. Um, in and they've kind of built that into Nestment services, and uh, it's gonna be pretty interesting because a lot of more conventional approaches probably would have required Nestment to spend more time and money without really achieving the same level of accuracy or speed. Um, and so you know, I think this is kind of cool when you think of all the fu- like exciting and fun areas of AI um, that are out there it's kind of cool to see something like this that is a real business case um, so you know the tax code is one of the more obviously boring and mundane things for many and so this is probably an area that is going to get a lot of adoption whether it's this company or another one um, using these chat gpt like models to take in your situation and help you find the best tax breaks especially new and uh, relevant ones I think this is going to be really powerful and a very interesting area to watch moving forward. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast, as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community.